Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Dolly Parton is somebody who really defies her age, wouldn't you say? I mean, the fountain of youth, turning back the clock for as long as we have been aging, I'm sure there have been those who have tried to rage against it, like we seem to fight it every step of the way. But there is actually a difference between your biological age and your chronological age, and one is more controllable than the other, apparently. In fact, there is a new study from Harvard Medical School and the Duke University School of Medicine that says humans can effectively de-age after recovering from stressful events. So now I'm curious. So let's find out more. Dr. James White is with us, the senior co-author of this study and associate professor at Duke University School of Medicine. Dr. White, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. What is the difference between biological age and chronological age? Sure. So chronological age, as I uh, typically put it, is how many candles are on your birthday cake? That is just how, how old you are. And biological age is how old your body thinks it is. So the, you, you can't control chronological aging, but biological aging is very variable. And we're finding more and more on how it fluctuates and differs from your chronological age. How do we find out what our actual age is then? Uh, like not the candles, yeah, yeah, not the candles on the birthday cake. I want to yeah. know how old my body is. How do I find that out? Sure. So we use a approach called epigenetic clocks. That is a um, way that we can take a look at our DNA and see the subtleties of the different uh, chemical uh, attachments that are on these called methylation. And as we age, this this methylation attaches to the DNA in a certain way that we can predict. And we can take a sample, blood or a tissue sample, and through this very complex algorithm, we can estimate where we are on the biological aging. So uh, basically, it's just kind of what our DNA looks like, and that would predict on where we fall in our biological aging um, yeah, timeline. Okay, so what when we talk about the body aging, um, does it impact that biological age in different ways? It does, absolutely. So uh, we all age at different rates and, and paces, depending on just uh, strictly genetics or you know life exposures of different stressors and events. And uh, this way, the biological aging is impacted by all the stuff that we have done through our previous years, and that could either increase biological aging, which we don't want to do, or we want to flatten the, the slope, so to speak, and, and slow biological aging. So it just kind of falls under chronological aging so we can keep our, our tissues and cells working as, as well as they can as we age in years. So yes, we can certainly um, change that um, trajectory. Okay, so what did you find in your study then about doing that? Like, how does stress play a role in all of this? So it's it's been known now for several years that stress will increase or accelerate biological aging, and these are very subtle, um, but but acute increases. 
And what we found what is, was upon recovery from that stress, you can actually reverse this little increase in biological aging. Now, this is the first time that we've found a reversal of this process re- with recovery. So this is kind of hinting that, you know, our bodies can restore back our biological aging a little bit and, and allow us to, you know, kind of reset our biological aging and come back down um, and, and uh, kind of decrease that biological aging after the stress event. Huh. Okay. So then what does this mean for us in the future? Like how does it signify there are things that we should be doing? Sure. So I guess the, the, Take-home message is is recovery is incredibly important. And what kind of recovery from stress? Um, it, I would imagine it's a combination of physical and, and emotional, right? So if you were to get an injury or a surgery, there's a stress event, not only the actual trauma, you know, you, you go and, and have to repair from whatever surgical intervention, but there's a mental aspect of that as well. So, um I, I would imagine both of those are equally important to return your biological aging. And if it's not a surgical intervention, and if it's just stress-induced, say you've had some some event, life event that's causing chronic stress, I think it's a very important, and this data shows that you really need to give an effort to get back and recover um, emotionally, mentally, and, and to... to um, you know, get get back and not just kind of shrug it off because we don't know the long-term effects of chronic stress and the lack of recovery. But we, we do know now that it is possible to rescue and, and pull down if you do get over that stressful event. I guess, but the thing, Dr. White, is that stress affects people differently, doesn't it? Like maybe some people don't even recognize the impact that stress is having on their body. Absolutely. So, that there's several questions now after we've kind of found these initial findings is one um does that does everyone respond differently now is it do do our bodies respond the same way and then we just interpret that stress differently and is that good or bad you've always heard people i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine but is that the case is their body agreeing with that that perception that they're okay. We don't know that. Is it, is it purely a mental thing or is there different chemical stress processes that are going on that are driving the biological ages and are those needed to come back down? So, so absolutely, we all, we all kind of internalize stress differently or, or deal with stress differently, but um, we don't really know, is it just a uh, something relative to to one another that some people just deal with stress better but we don't know what's going on inside the body and and we're going to take a step further and and maybe see what the drivers are and maybe if we can find some of these factors then we can maybe eliminate or or kind of subdue them and and pause this biological aging okay that is so interesting so you're looking for essentially the fingerprint somewhere in the body genetic or otherwise in our blood that would sh- that would show us levels of stress, even if we don't necessarily feel it. Maybe we're oblivious to that. Absolutely. So there's a lot of stressful situations that you say, well, I- I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But then all of a sudden, well, I'm seeing your blood pressure is up. I'm seeing, I'm seeing stressful chemistry in your blood and your body and your, and people deny I'm okay. But if there's something in, in the blood or something we can pick up, that says, no, I, I believe you're under a stress, then that's something maybe we can target. 
um, and then target not only the increase during the stress, but make sure it's back down upon the recovery to to help in the recovery and help pull that biological aging back down. Boy, this sounds like a real challenge, though. How do you is that the next step in your research? Yeah, that that, that definitely is because it it gives rise with this. Uh, recent publication that there there definitely is a driver to produce this increase acute increase in biological aging. Now there's a lot of energy involved in increasing one's biological aging. There's there's a lot of chemistry there. So there's a probably a host of factors, hormones, proteins, etc., that have to go up in order to drive it, and then they have to come back down. So uh, I think finding that that stress cocktail, so to speak, is the next right. step and, and how we can prevent it. Uh, Dr. White, do you think some people are better or pressed more in tune with what their body is telling them perhaps than others? I do, but sometimes those individuals maybe are too in tuned and um, overthink things. And I can throw myself into that category. Ah, okay. So if, if, you know, if you know too much about the body and and you know, oh, and you know the triggers of stress, and you know the physiology of the stress. You're thinking, well, why is my blood pressure up? Why why is my heart rate up? And you know, so sometimes that gets you in a bit of a bit of trouble, and you know too much, and that and that might kind of accelerate your your um, your your stress a little bit. But um, so some yeah, of it is so normal. I, I like some of it will fall between a normal range. We just have to figure what that is. Yes, exactly. And, and stress is fine. You know, stress kind of gets a bad, bad rap because it, it's a cliche word. It, it's, it's, you know, bad thing. But stress is, is how our body deals with things. I mean, if, if you just went down a flight of steps, your body in, invokes a stress response to bring your heart rate up and everything else. But chronic stress is bad. And, and acute stress, as long as you get recovery, which we've now found, can reset. So as long as you identify and deal with the stress, whether it's chronic or acute, especially uh, the the chronic stresses are, are the problem. Um, you have to bring that back down, and and how we deal with that, I think, is very individualized. It's something that we can maybe kind of deal more of a personalized medicine approach going forward on on what factors are in individuals that right. cause the stress or recover from it. Fascinating stuff, Doctor White. Thanks for your time. Well, thank you very much for having me on. This has been fun.